Now, you're very welcome back to Lunchtime Live and Unscripted of a Friday here today with Kira on News Talk. Um, we're all over the place, as in we don't know where. We've been talking about electric scooters. There's a massive reaction to that. Turns out loads of you, loads of our very healthy listeners are into these electric scooters. Turns out lots of people um, think uh, Victoria should go and make an absolute uh, last stand in a local Garda station and, you know, go, go full-blown kind of brave heart on it. But what, anyway, that's one thing and we'll be talking about that maybe a little bit later on. But, Something else has come in. One of our listeners, Colm, is on the line. Colm, you got in contact with us because you want to start a conversation about divorce. What is it that you want to say about it? Hi, Kira. How are uh, you? How you doing? Uh, it's my contention that when the divorce option was introduced, marriage was effectively abolished for everyone in this country. And the same is true worldwide as well, wherever divorce has been introduced. Now, there's a, there's a remedy for this that we pass the law under Article 41 Section 3, subsection 2, part 4 of the Constitution, stating that in order to qualify for a divorce, a marriage must have taken place prior to a specific future date, say 1st of January 2020. All existing marriages keep the divorce option. All marriages which take place up until the cut-off point would also have a divorce option, but all marriages which take place after the cut-off point would be indissoluble. And if couples don't like the sound of indissoluble civil marriage, then they're free to live together without being married at all. There's no law against that. Lots of couples choose to do it. But if couples want to get married, I would contend they should have that civil liberty available to them. And they don't, since we introduced a blanket divorce option across all marriages, thereby abolishing the institution of marriage by levelling down. Okay, I see a couple of flaws in this. Uh, one is, I know you're saying that every everyone's marriage was affected by um, divorce being brought in and everyone's marriage being fundamentally changed by d- divorce being brought in. But lots of people are happily married, divorce exists, they're never going to use it and it has no effect on their marriage whatsoever. And that would be the same going forward. But also, right, what do you say, Colm, about the people who, after this this um, uh, fictitious, fictitious rather, date in the future that we might pick, that we would have a cut-off point for, for, for divorce working for, what about somebody who gets married after that point, believing mm. they're going to live happily ever after, like most people mm. do when they get married? Mm. And then it turns out down the line that the wife is hitting him over the head with a frying pan or that mm. she's having affairs or that he's he's an alcoholic or that, you, you know what I mean? That that something goes awry as, as life will often go. And mm. even though they wanted to be married, they want to live happily ever after. And it is after the date that you have picked in your head the marriage goes belly up. Like, what, what, what do you say to those people? I say to them they can get a judicial separation, which we know does everything that divorce legislation does, except the fact that the marriage remains undissolved, and then carry on with the rest of their lives, finding happiness in subsequent relationships. But obviously those subsequent relationships can't be marriage as well. Why not? Because marriage has to be different from living together outside of marriage, whether that's prior to or subsequent to the marriage in question. And that's the essential distinction between okay. divorce and judicial separation. I would put it to you, though, though, that marriage and living together are a little bit different and there are more differences to them than just divorce. I mean, there's a commitment level. You you move in with somebody maybe because you're seeing how it goes or because nowadays you mightn't be able to afford rent on your own or there's loads of reasons why you might move in with somebody. But but marriage is a different thing. Marriage is you've taken the time to think about it. You've taken the time to commit to each other. You've taken the time to say, 
in theory, at least, I'd like to spend the rest of my life with you. Um, They're different even without divorce or without the option of of a get out clause. They're a different level of commitment for some people, maybe not for everybody, but for some people. Well, it's important to realise I'm not talking about marriages. I'm not saying we don't have strong interpersonal relationships, but I'm talking about the civil liberty of marriage itself, that we abolish it by levelling down when we introduce divorce. We change marriage to such a degree that we made second relationships, which were by the time living together outside of marriages, into marriages. We That's did. That's just levelling down. That's not levelling up well, at all. Well, I suppose it depends on your, on your perspective a little bit. But but here's the question for you. Why Are you married? I'm not, no. Okay. Why, why do you care? Why, why, why does it matter? Like, like most people who are married are happy enough that they have the option to divorce should it come up. Most people hope it won't come up. Most people hope their marriages are going to work out. But should it come up, most people would like the option. And we had a referendum on this and I would I, it was a fairly tight referendum in terms of results. But mm. I would suggest 20 odd years later that it would be a wider margin now if we were to go again, which we, we, we aren't. But if we were to, it, it would be a wider margin. But so 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 why would we, in effect, undo a very popular thing like divorce? Well, we haven't, we wouldn't be undoing divorce. We'd be restoring marriage, which we abolished by levelling down when we introduced divorce option. Yeah, I, I can't see the exact point column like like who 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 what would be the point of doing this well most most thinkers agree that marriage is a fundamental building block of civilization mm-hmm. and i'm contending that we abolish it when we change it and level down making marriage into the same thing as living together without being married in order to make relationships which were living together without being married into marriages we leveled down we didn't level up OK. Um, and, and I, I you know, 53106, you hear what we're talking about. We're talking about whether or not divorce, I suppose, so fundamentally changed the fabric of marriage that marriage in its essence no longer exists in a real sense. And whether or not that we should going forward beyond a certain point in time, we should we should change marriages so that there is no divorce there. I, I don't. Really, I, I think where the argument is lost and lots of people are texting some says, Kira, why do people even bother getting married these days? Is it ever for romantic purposes or is it always for tax and kids? I don't know what to say to that, except for that's very cynical. I have never met anyone who personally I know that's getting married that has ever mentioned it being for tax or kids, although sometimes they hope for kids. But but certainly I've never mentioned anyone doing it for tax. And someone else says, what is Column's issue? Our stats on divorce are very low, despite the best efforts of the anti-divorce campaigners in the back in the past to suggest that. Hello, divorce. Bye bye, daddy. Um, Column, I, I just I just think. The, the the flaw in all of this is, I see what you're saying. I see the logic of what you're saying, that, that divorce changes marriage and, and maybe we want to keep marriage as an entity that is untouched in that way. Although the referendum that we had would suggest we don't. But I also see that people with the best will in the world, they go into marriage and they hope they're going to live happily ever after. And then they just don't. And we no longer live in the society where the majority of people think that those people should be locked into it for the rest of their lives, that they should be denied the chance of future relationships that are given the protections of marriage, that are given the legal uh, protections of marriage and that the children who come from those relationships are given the legal protections of marriage. And why would we go backwards when I would just don't think there would be any support for it? Well, 
look at it another way, uh, this way, Kira. Instead of the current blanket divorce option we have across all civil marriages in the country, irrespective of the wishes of the couple in question, we could have offered a choice of civil marriages, one with a divorce option for those who wanted that, one without any divorce option for those who may have wanted that, and let each new couple that comes along take their pick between the two. And if we did offer that choice of civil marriages, my prediction is most people would go for indissoluble marriage, an option not presently available to them. Very few people would go for the dissoluble alternative. And because couples would always be free to live together without being married, the question would then arise, well, what do we even need dissoluble marriage for at all? All we really need is indissoluble marriage alongside cohabitation, and the couples choose between those two. Somebody has texted and said this column to you. They said, why do you feel you want to take upon yourself uh, the right to take make decisions on about how other people live their lives. It's not your business if people divorce or not divorce and you yourself aren't married, but you're happy to force other people to remain in relationships marriage-wise that are miserable. There is an element of that. What what does it matter to you what other people do in their marriages? What, what, why, why, well, first of why? all, I'm, I'm not. Marriage isn't a law. It's a civil liberty. It's there for people to use if they want to use it. But if they don't want to use it, they're under absolutely no obligation to do so. So I'm not forcing anybody to do anything. But people should have the right to marry, which we don't have since we abolished it by levelling down following the 1995 referendum. Okay. Um, a, a lot of people do believe we still have marriage despite us having divorce. What do you say to the, to, to the text on the low rate of divorce we have here? We, we, like, it's only one in ten couples here divorce. It's about 50% in the UK or the US. Yeah, well, presumably it'll be one the same level of, of marital breakdown when when judicial separation is all that's available. Yeah, I, I I suppose I'm not sure why it matters if somebody's marriage has broken down, whether their subsequent relationships are marriages or not. And I think that's what you're edging towards, that you don't like second relationships or third or fifth relationships or whatever they are to to be to be given the the status of marriage and and does it well, matter? It can't be because marriage has to be different from living together outside of marriage whether that's prior to or subsequent to the marriage in question. Okay. Uh, someone has texted and said does, does Colin believe that um, same-sex marriage should be subject to the same restrictions on, on divorce etc? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the, proposal, uh, the, uh, the proposal at the moment is for marriage as it stands which includes same-sex marriage. So you think that same-sex couples also should should only be allowed divorce up until let's let's call it twenty twenty or twenty twenty five or something, and and then after that nobody should be allowed get. So you really want to get rid of divorce for all marriages going forward after a certain date? No more divorce. No, I want to restore marriage for all marriages going forward after a certain date, because all a divorce option does is is remove abolish the civil liberty of marriage by leveling down by changing marriage to such okay. an extent. Look. Thank you for kicking off the conversation. Um, it is interesting. And thank you for that column because we are going to have a referendum, I believe, in May on marriage and divorce. But it is not going to be on whether or not there should be divorce. It's going to be whether or not we should shorten the length of time it takes to get a divorce. And we're not going to really touch on that overly because we don't know exactly the ins and outs of the wording of that or anything about it. But that looks like what's, what it's going to be. Um, but would anybody want to go backwards? Would any? I don't mean backwards as in that it's retrograde. I mean backwards as in back in time uh, to, to get rid of divorce altogether. Would anyone else like to do that? I, I wonder. Uh, Eddie's on the line. Eddie, what do you think of the conversation we've just had? almost speechless like it could have two possible things first of all um, it might do away with marriage completely in the sense that people are going to say I'm not going to get married because 
I can't get a divorce. So I'm not going to get married. And the other thing is, the judicial separation idea means they can't get married the second time anyway. Yeah. So it, it would probably do the opposite to what um, your caller is suggesting. Do you think it would make, it would less of us would just get married? We'd actually get, we won't get married. It would do the opposite. <laughs> it would do the exact opposite. People would say, look, I love you. I'm crazy about you. But what happens if, you know, uh, you have an affair? Or what happens if we just draw, drift apart? Yeah. Which people do. Yeah, no, I know. I, I mean, you're not, I, I don't know how old you are, but you're not the same person you were when you were 15, 20, 25. No more than I am. So if, if, if we as people, like a husband and wife, you know... Change. You know, fundamentally change, and we have totally different outlook, there's no reason why we should... You shouldn't divorce and separate peacefully. Yeah. And say, listen, this is going to work for me. Can we just figure out something else? And, you know, we're both miserable. I, I actually a long time ago worked in houses where people live together, living totally separate lives. Yeah. That, that, that was always the Irish version of marriage. I mean, it wasn't like every Irish marriage. We might not have gotten divorced, but it wasn't like Irish marriages were so super happy. People no. just lived in misery alongside each other. Yeah, but one, one of the couples had a list of times and dates for this, you know, the kitchen, the, you know, the sitting room. Oh and also they had it, like, if you're having a party, then you have to let me know, you know. So I can be out of the house. Yeah. And I was I, like, to such an extent that I had to move forward to do some work. And I, the guy was in the garden. I said, well, I'll ask your husband at the time. I said, well, like, no, 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 no. If I need that done, I call the local taxi company and they come up and the driver knows it. Yeah. Why, why would you force someone to live like that? I, I don't see any merit in it myself at all. I, I, I think you have to live and let live, to be fair. I don't, I don't get what the fundamental objection to marriage is from the caller's point of view. You know, I, th- I think married, I'm trying to paraphrase now, but I'm trying to represent him correctly. Yeah. I think he says that the fact that we have divorce at all has fundamentally altered marriage, which was a lifelong commitment till death do us part. And if we if we don't have that anymore, it's not real marriage. It's kind of a, a, a fakery of marriage in some way. Yeah, but what we have always done is allow people get out of marriages that first of all didn't suit them, and secondly that the husband might mean be the shit out of the wife or, or the vice versa yeah, which yeah. happens as well no it does happen I mean, and, you know, why uh, would you want someone to live in misery just because you're fundamentally objected to the world also when marriage first came around we probably all died at about 33 we were probably only married for about 15 years now you could be looking at somebody for 70 years going off your going off, marriage, your, like, going off compared, your head compared to where it exists marriage is a relatively new thing like you know yeah. Look, yeah. thank you for that and, and a lot of good points made there, Eddie. Uh, Teresa is also on the line. Teresa, what do you make of this conversation about, I, I'm sort of a bit flummoxed about it myself, but this conversation about divorce that we had with Colm. Hi, Kira. Let me speak with you. Uh, you I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I am a divorced, well, I'm a separated person looking to get my divorce as soon as possible. Um, I, I look at this and I'm, I'm not a young person. Yeah. Say, um, at the, towards the end of my own working life. But I look back at my marriage and parts of it were good and parts of it were bad and it's just true you know you, you do make commitments early on in your life thinking yes this is going to be my life yeah of course you, you do you evolve and you grow um, and you become aware of things that are not right within your life why should any couple live like that I mean the old way is yes you get married for life and you, that's it and you're committed to it and you live it and you make your bed that's the old thing is you make your bed and you line it our lives are more modern now. We're more aware. We're more mentally aware of taking care of ourselves to live a happy life and to be who we want to be without being stopped by I, and the person. 
I presume, and I'm not trying to pry, but I presume when you got married, Teresa, that you ex- you at least hoped, maybe you didn't fully know if it was going to happen or not, but you at least hoped you're going to live happily ever after till, you know, death do us part, as I say. But, but that's a lovely idea. And I think everyone would want that. But it, 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 isn't, it isn't the reality for no. lots of people. It's not really that because the person can change and my ex did change. And it was an insidious change that I wouldn't have been aware of. And slowly and surely I was being controlled. You know, and you're thinking, Craigie, like even when I, when I did eventually separate, I was questioning myself when I wanted to do something normal. Oh, I can do that now. That's not a way to live. No, no. Controlled by somebody. No, no. And if you had been forced in your own life to remain married unhappily, um, would that have been just awful? That would be, I couldn't bear the thought of it. Um, It took me 16 years, 16 long years to make a decision. To get get divorced. uh, Yes, and even my my beautiful son, he absolutely encouraged me the whole way. Okay. Um, From he was, the young child when he was 16 years. Does, so like, does it make you angry when you hear people maybe a small bit glibly, dare I say, just suggest, well, look, you can't ruin it for everybody else. You'll change marriage for all of us if if we sort you out, if you know what I mean. Does, does it make you angry that people are sort of, there are people who are sort of indifferent to your circumstances and would yeah. sort of leave you, leave you stuck, as it were, yeah, without a bother on them? It absolutely infuriates me because why I tell Catherine got the right to tell me what I can do or how I must experience my life. I would not be happy living the rest of my life in the situation I was in. I think I would have done something very dreadful. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, it came to a point where I was just distraught and yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. And you have to make a stand. You have to make a stand. But I do appreciate though here and, I, and I, again, be aware of people who are in a situation that they don't and can't for whatever reason, be it money reasons or whatever, they can't walk away. Yeah, no, I know. And there's a lot of people no, in that, 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 that situation. It's very sad. It's so, so sad. Yeah. But I had, to, I had to wait. I could walk away. Okay. So I, I, was, I was lucky. I did yeah. take my life back. A lot of young men and women that couldn't do it. And, yeah. can't, and I feel sorry for And that. look, thank you for coming on and talking to us, Teresa. Thank you for that indeed. 53106 is the text line. What do you think? I mean, are we? we I don't think anybody... I don't, well, not anybody, but I think a lot of people would not want to see the the safety net of, as it were, for people who are in difficult circumstances of divorce be pulled away. Even if it changes marriage in some ways, you don't have to ever opt for divorce, do you? Nobody does. Let me know what you think. 53106, live and unscripted here today.